Welcome to the Sorrowful Lawyer, episode 19 of the miniseries. We are a couple days removed off of Stardom's Triangle Derby final night. And what a final night it was, not just for that Triangle Derby. Those, those title matches. Some of those matches that had no value, just bragging rights. A lot of that to talk about, and no better place to talk about it than here on Talk for Glory. I'm an English movie for... Here to bring you the review. To start us off, we have the triple threat of young, rising, untapped potential. It is Hina versus Rina versus Miyu Amasaki. This was a pretty good triple threat match. It wasn't anything grand that I was expecting. You know, I expected everything here. I expected Miyu to do her thing, um, Hina to do her thing, Rina to do her thing. And like I've been saying a lot lately, Rena has is pretty much going to be the next rising star. I believe she's what 16, 17. I think I'll be talking about Rena the same way I talk about Azumi and Hanan in like the next couple years. Just give her some more time and give her a lot more matches. I want to say away from her sister because. Whenever I look at anything between Hina and Rina, I'm not looking at character. I'm just looking at sisters. And I just love that Miyu is growing at such a nice pace. It's not like she's a jobber every other week, every other day. Hina, I have, I'm still having mixed feelings about her. You know, I think Hanan's great. Rina is skyrocketing at an amazing rate. And then there's Hina. Which people are saying that Hina is probably the next Momo Watanabe. I, I I hope they're right. But in this match, we had Rina coming out with the victory. Pinning Miyu, which I'm very glad about that. Kind of get bored of Hina pinning Rina, Rina pinning Hina. Mix it up a bit. But after this, Rina went on to say... That she wanted to go for the Futures title. And, you know, Rena's kind of been on a nice little winning streak. So, next Futures title defense after Lady C, I wouldn't mind Rena versus Ami or, or Lady C. On to our next match. It is a tag match featuring, speaking of, which Lady C and the cool, royal, beautiful. Utami Hayashishta versus Ram. Yeah, Chairman Ram and Ozai. God damn it, guys. I'm going to botch these names up. But I'm just going to say Ozaki because this way I'm not here struggling to say a name. But this tag match was so fun to watch. It really kicks into Utami being this power fighter and you know ram being this enigma no pun intended because as much as i don't know much about ram every time i see her on my screen i want to know more about her she's so fun to watch and lady c learning next to utami is probably the greatest thing ever this tag match didn't need to be a 30 minute classic hell i don't even need to say the winner of this should be like next to chance for goddess of tag goddess 
tag titles. This was just four people having fun, showing the audience what they got. And I'm so glad that Lady C and Utami got the win here. But I don't mind seeing more of Ram and her friends around. Hell, I hope that somewhere down the line we get more of them in a lot more prominent roles, even though they are freelancers. Next, it is DDM versus Club Venus. I don't know whether you guys want to count this as Club Venus or Cosmic Angels, but it is Micah, my Sakurai, Decla, the Toxic Spider, and to me, the next top gaijin versus Mariah May, the Cosmic Anchor Waka, and the Venus. Mina Shirakawa. So, as you guys already know, myself, I love calling Waka the Cosmic Anchor because whenever she's, she just keeps dragging down Cosmic Cosmic Angels. And here was here was no different, but 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 some positives. I've been I've been a little too harsh on on um, Mariah May. Thinking that she was just a tall, blonde, pretty face. You know, similar to other companies that have tall, blonde, pretty faces. But now I don't mind the idea of seeing Thecla versus Mariah May one-on-one. As you guys already know, I'm very high on Thecla. I think that she's a future wonder of stardom champion. I'm, I guess now I'm pushing for Thecla versus Mercedes, Monet, Sasha Banks, whatever the fuck you guys want to call her at this point. But I don't mind Thecla versus Mariah anytime soon. Even if that to be a number one contenders match for a high-speed title or a hopefully SWA because we're getting foreigners again. But in this match, to be quite frank with you guys, also, I didn't say anything about My Sakurai because I don't know if it's just me when I watch My Sakurai. I kind of feel like the DDM banner carries her. When I say that, I'm not saying my, um, not my, my, um, my Sakurai isn't good. I'm saying that I can't see my Sakurai this good or this much in a winning streak if it weren't for DDM. So I, I don't know what to say about my Sakurai. I, I hope that I can just see her one day and be amazed by her in-ring. But Micah, after Himika sadly retires, needs to be a lot more, be featured a lot more. Because I have said on my Twitter, I have said on lives, I have said in these recordings, Micah is absolute power if Wonder of Stardom Championship matches are about feelings and passion and fighting spirit. The Red Belt, the world of Stardom Championship, is about power and dominance. 
And I think Micah is a part of that rare breed that can show you why the Red Belt represents this. But beyond an endo, Waka takes the pin here. And again, Cosmic Anchor. I'm hoping the Cosmic Anchor slander will eventually end, maybe. You know, I'll say it when... I'll stop saying the Cosmic Anchor when she gets a big win. And it's funny that I call her the Cosmic Anchor when her quote-unquote last match to finally get a win is herself teaming with Tam Nakano versus Nene Takahashi and the pirate princess Kairi. So, Cosmic Meat Anchor. Now, on to our next match. It is a battle of stars versus a Wado tie. It is the... It is the stardom icon, Mayu Iwatani, the girl that loves bears, but I still don't get it, Koguma, the girl that we're pushing the agenda for, we're pushing the white belt, we're pushing Cinderella for, Hanan, the most jacked girl in stardom, Saya Ida, and the peach star herself, Momo Kogo, or as I like to say, Komomo, versus Natsuko Toro, the black peach. Momo Watanabe, the girl that can pin you at any time, Saki Kashima, the rising star that everyone's loving, Ruraka, and the murder clown, Fuki Gendaf. As much as I enjoy tag matches between stables, I was not a fan of this match. It felt like it was a match to just get everyone on the card. And although, you know, I can enjoy a good Mayu spot. I can enjoy a good Koguma match. I can enjoy, not a match, a good Koguma spot, a good Hanan spot, or even Saida. I would have just broken this down into two tag matches. When it comes to Oedo Tai, I think they're a lot better in pairings, not the whole group. I like Young Oedo. So I like like SLK, Rina, and Raka. I like Black Desire. I like We Love Tokyo Sports. I like um did they even get like an official name? But I like Saki Kashima, Kid, and Momotanabi team together. But there's something about like Oedo Tai coming together that just doesn't click for me. Don't worry, guys. I kind of get this same feeling with LIJ too. But in this match, Fukigen pins Komomo, and there's a theory that everyone's been pitching as of lately where Komomo will be sick and tired of losing and she'll eventually join Oedo Tai. And if she does, Mayu Iwatani's going to need more therapy for all of the betrayal that keeps coming her way. But congratulations, Oedo Tai, on this win. On to our next match. It is a part of the Triangle Derby match. It is Cosmic Colors. It is the team of Tam Nakano, the cutest in the universe, Natsupoi, the fairy, and the mild, wild, wild Saki versus the 
Thunderbolt? The big girl that I like to call Big Sis because she's taller than Mariah. Ami Saray, the future of Stardom Champion. It is the girl with the power of the three claps that gets everyone wired up. Mirai and the former World of Stardom Champion, Shuri. Don't get me wrong, guys. She may not be a champion, but she's still the fucking Terminator. Some of my favorite spots in this match was Natsupul. Wait one moment. Sorry about that, guys. There was a lot of traffic passing by. But she's still the Terminator. Shuri, one of my favorite spots in this match, hands down, was Natsupoy about to get a backbreaker by Shuri, but then she turned it into an armbar, like mid-transition. For anyone that follows me on my socials, I'll post that clip, and it was so badass. Also, as much as everyone likes Meltier, I like the idea of Tam Nakano and Saki teaming together. They, there's something about their dynamic that just interests me. It's something about Tam's over the top while Saki's so laid back. That just I think I think I would like it in a tag team. Another one of my favorite spots in this is just the power dynamic of Mirai and Ami, where they're just chopping Natsupoi, and Natsupoi's just screaming in pain, and it's honestly kind of funny to me. Also I will never get tired of this. I love the not supporting Tam double dive spot. But in the end, despite all my favorite spots, God's Eye picks up the win. Moving on to the finals. In the next match, we have 7-Up. We have you, Nene, and Yuna versus... Risa Sarah, Suzu Suzuki, Karumi Haragagi. Haragi, there we go. Sorry, guys. But this match had me on the edge of my seats. Not because a banger, as Seamus would say, but more so because I just don't like I just don't like seven up. I'll be honest, I don't like seven up. I kind of skip most of their matches. So to see Suzu Suzuki get the win for prominence. And I've said it on my Twitter, Suzu is a warrior. I think I'm a prominence guy now. For them beating Sona, I think I'm a prominence guy. So don't be surprised that from here here and there, whenever I praise Azumi or I push the Hanan agenda, you might hear some prominence praise. But although 7-Up is filled with history and Veterans, prominence is filled with warriors, deathmatch queens, and let's not all forget the artists of stardom champions. And they showed why. So, on to the finals would be prominence versus God's Eye. And what I liked in the aftermath of this was prominence were just talking their shit, and then God's Eye was talking their shit. So then, I believe it was Suzu. Suzu just pitched it where she said, hey, let's not not just for the, the moniker of the greatest trio. Let's put it all on the line. 
Triangle Derby Finals, Artists of Stardom Tag Titles. Let's do it all. So that was something to look forward to. On to our next match. It is on her road to retirement. Himika, our Jumbo Princess, versus Chihiro Hashimoto. She's from Sendai Girls. I've heard of Sendai Girls, guys, but I have not watched it. So this was my first introduction to anything involving Sendai Girls. And this was a straight power match. And all it did was make me realize I'm going to miss Himika when she's gone. And it also opened my eyes to why she wanted Chihiro as her opponent. Although she made her tap out, Chihiro really pushed Himika to her limits. And hell, I wouldn't even be surprised if Chihiro was able to make Himika rethink her retirement decision. Again, not looking forward to the retirement. Still very sad about it. Thank you, Himika. On to your next match on your road to retirement. So you can go on to the next. On to our next match. It is for the Wonder of Stardom Championship. It is our Golden Phoenix. The girl on her road to her Ibushi Road. The Wonder of Stardom Champion, Saya Kamitani, versus the girl that some Stardom fans think is pretty cool. It is Hazuki representing stars. One moment, guys. Traffic's passing by. Okay, I'm back, and... Was it? Yeah, so in this match, Saya versus Saya versus Hazuki. This is similar to what people were saying about Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens. Although a lot of us are saying that the match is hands down belongs to Mina Shirakawa versus versus Saya Kamatani. A lot of people are playing for Hazuki here. And my God, guys, if we're wondering why we call her a wild heart, go out, go back and watch Sai Kamatani versus Suzuki at the Triangle Derby Finals. I highly recommend it. For you guys that are sleeping on Hazuki matches because you're just FWC fans, go watch her match with Utami. Go match. Go watch her match with Momo Watanabe. Go watch her match. Hell, go watch her match with Azumi. Go watch. Any Hazuki, watch Hazuki's five star. Although it will go down in history as the biggest fumble in five star history, this this girl is a wild heart. This girl's got it all. She's going to be a future champion, hands down. But one of my favorite spots in this match definitely has to go to just the beginning. Hazuki's famous, you know. Boot wash and then drop kick or single boot. And then just Kamitani getting up fast, drop kick. And then these two, I thought they were going to go for at least 35 minutes. But I think they came close. They came close to around like 20 to 30 minutes. If Saya Kamitani wasn't the Wonder of Stardom Chairman, let's say she was a little shorter, I think she would be perfect for high speed. And 
I know a lot of people have said that Saya kind of has a WWE style. So for you guys that are Saya Kamatani fans, let me know your thoughts. Would the Golden Phoenix make a splash in the WWE? I can never get tired of Saya's running... Um, I forgot what it's called. I know it's not a Pele, but one moment. Her running single leg throw. And just how much passion is in Saya Kamatani. She is the definition of fighting spirit. She is the definition of passion. All of her matches have this emotion that I can't shake. And Hazuki brought that same emotion to the point where even I was even I was like, you know, I don't mind the idea of Hazuki winning and becoming the Wonder of Sodom champion. Even I thought that. But our Golden Phoenix puts down the wild heart with not one, not two, hell, maybe not even three. She did four or five Star Crushers and a Firebird, which is a which is a Phoenix, not Phoenix, which is a 450, so it took damn near five finishers to put down Hazuki. Again, guys, if you haven't already, go watch this match. I recommend it. If I had to rate this match, I want to give it a four a four star. I hands on want to give it a four star. It had everything. It had passion. It had fighting spirit. It had the idea of someone else being champion. Speaking of which, I ain't getting tired of Sai's run anytime soon, and I hope any of you are either. On to our next match. It is for the red belt. Yes, guys, I'm doing this again. It is the world of stardom champion. The guys that all of you guys love, 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 love. Julia versus freelancer Maya Yukihi. Honestly, guys, this match didn't even need the red belt. This didn't even feel like a match. It felt like a fight. It feels like Julia's just fighting anyone at this point. I like I like the idea that I don't know who Maya is. So watching her match, I got to see what her style was like. And it was just a brawl. It was a brute strength match between two people that hated each other. Hell, I don't even think these guys remember that this is supposed to be for the red belt. Do I want to see more Maya? Yes, I do. Do, am I enjoying Julia's run? Actually, I am. She's running down memory lane. She's fighting people that she's wronged. She had to take the title off someone she called her friend. She had her first defense against someone she called her sister. And she just defended against someone that she viewed as her rival. This match ends in a double count out. But I don't think they're done. I think these two are going to meet again in the five star. Julia is spectacular as always. She is in the women's Mount Rushmore of today's women's champions. And like I said previously, guys, as the clock's running, as the clock's ticking, who's to say we don't get Julia versus Jamie Hayter at the Forbidden Door, World of Stardom champion versus AEW women's world champion? Who's to say we don't get Hayter versus Julia? On to our next match. It is the finalist of the Triangle Derby. 
It is God's Eye. Actually, no, 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 no. Guys, this is called Triangle Derby Review. Bias aside, I do have to do this. The real next match is for the high-speed championship. It is the girl that everyone's wondering, who are you under that mask? It is the girl that has an unlimited talent. It is the girl that is the Black Tiger. She has just as cool mask as Bushi. And I must admit, I must admit her theme song is pretty good too. It is SLK Starlight Kid versus the Young Goat, the Young Ace, the High Speed Bomb Girl. Stardom Fan Public Enemy number one. It is the Azumi Respect Empire's Statue of Greatness. It is the real leader of Queen's Quest. Yes, guys, my bias is talking here. It is Azumi defending her high-speed championship. Yeah, guys, I don't know if anyone here is new to stardom, but if Kid versus Azumi is your first match that you saw, lucky you. Lucky you. Because, guys, I've only seen two Azumi versus Kid matches. But these guys have been fighting for quite some time. I've watched both of them live. And this match, I want to say, is better than last year. This match has so much of what I love in wrestling. It has limb targeting. It has storytelling. It has selling. Those just... Give me all of that. Give me it all. And you have written the greatest wrestling match for me. Azumi targeting the arm. Starlight Kid targeting the legs. Just these two can deliver. And I recommend that everyone watches this. And like I've said before, after this, I don't want either of them chasing the high-speed title. I don't even want them chasing the wonder. I want Azumi versus Kid in either the five-star finals or Dream Queen the main event for the Red Belt. Yes, Starlight Kid is Red Belt worthy. Azumi is Red Belt worthy. I don't care who's the champion. I don't care who's the challenger. These two are the future of stardom, or dare I even say the now. And Starlight Kid evolved so much from these last two years that I've gotten into stardom. The fact that I'm putting her as someone that can challenge for the red belt and Azumi, who, again, guys, I call her the young ace. Starlight Kid is not that far off. A lot of people are saying that Utami versus Shuri is the match that got them into stardom. I'm glad for the people that Starlight Kid versus Azumi is the match that got you. But in this match... Like, my number one key favorite spot has to be, well, there's two. There's the Azumi springboarding off the ropes into an arm drag, into a Rings of Saturn. And then there's Azumi doing a springboard drop kick. And then Starlight Kid catches her leg, Dragon Screw, into Numero Dos. Or the Stretch Muffler. 
But like I said, guys, this match has limb targeting, story, and selling. One moment, guys. Okay, I'm back, guys. Sorry about that. And yeah, so there are, there are, those are my two favorite spots in the match. And although Azumi gets the win, and now we're on our way to Sasha Banks versus Azumi at Sakura Genesis for New Japan. A little, a little theory, a little what if, a little prediction, or even fan fiction. A little universe mode booking. I think Azumi will be the first female member, unless you want to count B Priestley or Blair Davenport as the first female member. But I believe Azumi will join the United Empire. So crowns up, guys. We already bow down to the queen. Now we throw up the crowns. But, but all in all, is in the talk for glory. Match of the Year candidates. Keep track, guys. There's a lot of Match of the Year candidates so far. And we're only in March. But, guys, now that we are at the main event, I want to thank everyone that will be listening. And I also want to inform you guys that if you guys ever so want to, you guys can Follow myself and Young Smooth on our socials. And our socials are my Twitters, Enigma underscore B4 underscore. My TikTok, Enigma underscore B4. My Instagram, Enigma period B4. Hell, even my Twitch, Enigma underscore B4 underscore. And although he's not here on the miniseries, Talk for Glory is all around. You guys can follow Young Smooth on his Twitter at YoungSmoothTFG. Time for our main event. It is for the trios, the artists of stardom tag team titles. It is Prominence versus God's Eye. Now, honestly, watching this match, I knew that I was beginning to like Prominence. I knew... That God's Eye was starting to be starting to grow on me. It took a while. It took around almost 10 months for God's Eye to grow on me. Um, when it came to prominence, I believe Suzu was growing on me. Risa Sarah grew on me automatically after the five star. Hiragi started to grow on me after I started to look up where else could I watch prominence. Instead of watching these two battle out for best trio and the artist titles. This had pretty much whatever anyone that enjoys multi-man or multi-person tag matches in. And for everyone that's memeing, that's joking about Shuri doing tag matches as her vacation from being the world champ, I think she's enjoying that vacation. 
And I am so glad that Prominence picks up the win here and earns the title of best fact, not best faction, best trio. And they retain their tag titles. And I really hope that in this match, it brings more eyes to Prominence. I hope that God's Eye rebounds perfectly after this. If I had to pick two MVPs in this, it is hands down Suzu Suzuki and Shuri. These two are warriors. These two are never die, never give up attitude. And although prominence isn't signed to stardom, I hope I get to see a lot more prominence a lot sooner than what we normally get. And with that, Thank you, everyone, that'll be listening to this. Thank you to everyone that listened to predictions. So before I head out, you guys can, again, follow Toffoli on our socials. You guys can follow Young Smooth at Young Smooth TFG on his Twitter, Enigma underscore V4 underscore on my Twitter, Enigma underscore V4 on my TikTok, Enigma period V4 on my Instagram, and Enigma period, I mean, Enigma underscore V4 underscore on my Twitch. Guys, that was the Stardom Triangle Derby Finals review. I'm Enigma before. Enjoy Stardom. Enjoy AEW. Enjoy New Japan. Enjoy WWE. But above all else, guys, make sure that you all enjoy wrestling.